All right, welcome in to Off the Cuff Sports. Busy week this week. We'll jump right into it with our Distress Club Awards. Who do we got? Mm, I don't know. England. Hey, to be fair, they, ever since July of 1776, they haven't won anything in July anyway. So, I don't know. Um, England fans, we're talking big game uh, this year yeah. going up against. Uh, and they're still talking, but I'll get to that in my petty moment of the week. But, you know, anyways. Uh, yeah. Team USA basketball. Oh, God, yeah. yes. You know, I, I think they're actually going to be doing better now that uh, Kevin Love and Bradley Bills off the team and we actually have a center. Is LeBron going to come save the, J- save the day? Oh, uh, LeBron's I not. Ja- JaVale McGee is. He's coming in to save the day. Oh, yeah. He's definitely coming to save the day. JaVale freaking McGee. I mean, this was the one men's team sport that we were like, yes, U.S. has got this on lock. They still do. It's just they not going to be like they just lost to Australia. Also, I mean, Australia. it's just not going to be. It's not going to be like what we're used to. But don't forget, we also have Chris Middleton and uh, Booker and Drew Holiday coming as soon as the finals are over. So the team is still going to be. Ooh, Chris Middleton. Ooh. If you don't get somewhere with hey, that, bro, <laughs> we about to get the bronze. We might. We not even going to make it to a medal game. You talking about Chris Middleton? Don't don't sleep on Chris Milton. He's good for at least a forty point game once every five games. He, he he's just got to beat the dead horse of his Bucks. You know he's just all in. You know, start getting you some Bucks gear. I don't know. D- despite the two losses, they're still Team USA. They're still overly stacked compared to the rest of the competition. So adding in Wait, someone, how we stack? I, I need to figure out how we are stacked. Compared to who? Now I, I just need to know how we stack. We're going to get beat by Greece, my guy. Like, Giannis is going to give us buckets. I'm saying, you think I'm playing. We, I, I, I predict that we will not medal this year. Easy. All right, let's 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 put some money where your mouth is, because I had an argument on a Bleacher Report oh. uh, regarding this. Um, and they were saying is this going to you know, This is going to have to be a new, new segment here on the show, Is is, you know... Bets of the week. I mean, we could do it. I'm down. First of all, put, put that on a pair all of, of us. See, that's that's, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It's like it must be easy for some of us because some of us ain't got no damn responsibilities right now. We well, still we don't single. have to do it for money. You have to, you know, it, money. It doesn't have to be money based. Facts. But yeah, if if Team USA wins um, solo, you owe me um, a pair of diapers for my future child. Um, okay, so I got a long my, ass time to worry about. That. Oh, wait, maybe not that long. Maybe not. No, you got a while. You got a while. First off, my my first son is is past diapers age, so so I can't ask for it now. <laughs> I, the more is you're 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 terrible. 
Okay, I'm not. I'm uh, not entertaining this foolishness. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to entertain. And now this is. I, I, I still think Kevin Durant. So you're talking best. about uh, it, I have to buy you a pack of diapers if they medal, or I have to buy you a pack of diapers if they win gold. Let's be win specific. Gold. Win gold. That's I'm, easy. I will I'm take guaranteeing that. I will, that. I will take that bet. I'll gladly take that bet. All right, and it, so when when Solomon wins this bet, uh, what does Lamoris have to do? Uh, I will I, look. All I want is some uh, some formula. Give me give me a three month supply of formula. Well, uh, you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna breastfeed. No, we're gonna breastfeed, but I mean he ain't gonna last on that all day when he has to go to daycare. Right? Like we ain't That's gonna. Grandma and grandpa aren't gonna aren't gonna be daycare for y'all. Oh, they are. <laughs> they definitely are. It's like this I, is like the I would have thought part. you would have made him grow out his uh his his fro and have have the nice wings in the front, you know, with that that hairline. But that accentuated so, even more. Bro, that that is my pops. My pops like swears <laughs> up and down that he still has hair, but it's like it's slowly going away. <laughs> we just like, you know, dropped you, out. <laughs> You know it's over when the barber has to do like the little black squirty thing on the top of your head. Like I just go bald. Like that's just me. Make make Lamar shave his shave his beard. You know, be baby faced. Baby, that's <laughs> never happening. <laughs> never. I think that'd be beneficial for all of us, Lamar. You should probably go baby face. Maybe it'll get you a get you a better girl than you normally get. You know. No. It's none of my business. <laughs> not my business either. All right, then. Uh, so apparently, uh, diapers and baby formula are on the table for the success or failure of Team USA basketball come the Olympics. Now, we're going to be specific here. Just because no, we don't want anybody to assume that we are talking about the men's basketball team, not the women's basketball. Not the women's basketball. No, no, because they gonna kill everybody. They just lost to Australia as well. But anyways, you know. But. I know, but they they'll be fine. I mean, like when you when you guys supposedly in Lamoris's eyes the the one of the best scores of the basketball of all time, but he can't carry nobody. Yeah. Cap. That that was the basis of my argument. He will get the job done. He will get the job done. It, it, oh, it yeah, won't yeah. look just, pretty. Just like, just like he just like he got the job done when he was at Oak. Okay, no. Oh, like he did this year when he was at Brook. Wait. Wait, does right. that mean that Kevin Durant can't do anything without somebody else helping no, him out? Nobody Damn. can. What are you talking about? Nobody mm. can. Everybody hey. needs help. I saw I saw That's Magic I saw my hey, I saw rookie Magic Johnson get his team to the finals by You didn't himself. see that you weren't alive when that happened. Hey, I saw I saw it <laughs> on NBA history. Okay, on NBA TV. Thank you. So I saw it. I didn't see it say I saw it live. LeBron couldn't even saw... win it all by himself. But uh hey. that's besides the point, huh? Hey, he's supposedly your all I'm goat. saying is, hey, all I'm saying is, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm going to be JT today. We're going to stay on task. The last thing that I will say, last thing I will say, is that if you're depending on Kevin Durant to win you a gold medal, 
I have a better time. I would. I have a better chance of dropping a load inside freaking Halle Berry before that happens. So, go right ahead. Uh, speaking Ooh. of Solomon's former baby mamas, uh, his college baby mama has been announced Whoa. to be the uh, the cover athlete for the next two K. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. <laughs> for context, there. Oh In college, God. he used to refer to oh man, uh, okay, Skyler yeah, Diggins nah. as his baby mama. In he's no, he's he's oh, right. Oh man, God, I, I really <laughs> thought get him in trouble or anything. It was it was not that was that's not what was happening there. Ooh, yeah. I thought he I, went left on that. I was about to say, oh God, we've got to delete that. <laughs> I mean, she okay. did turn into an actual baby mama though. I'm not talking to you. But um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Scholar Diggins, wonderful to see her, uh, be a cover athlete. It's gonna be nice. Legitimate, uh, you know, cons- a little legitimate game, not you know, not some sort of side thing. You know. Yeah, no, no, no. It's gonna be good. I mean, like I said, like I think that it'll be a nice thing to see. I mean, I'm definitely going to buy the game, but that's none of my business. Well, you were going to buy the game either way, so that doesn't really, you know. Nah, I really wasn't. I got sick and tired of, like, I got tired of paying $50 for the same game over and over and over again. I'm glad you're trying to starting to figure that out, because I just bought this year's one for the Switch for $13 with, with uh, shipping and taxes and everything, so. But, yeah, um, it's cool to see. Uh they also have KD is going to be on it. Dirk is going to be on, and I think Kareem. It's on the Legends Edition. I don't know, but yeah. I'm trying to figure out how that guy gets a cover. Still trying to figure that out. But we're not going to have that conversation on here. No, no. Uh, we will move on uh, to a topic that Solomon just had to have us discuss last weekend before we got out. Um, talking about his guaranteeing his England winning the Euro Cup championship. Hey, like I said, I told you, if it was in regulation, we would have won. But right now... Don't you love how he always walks it back? Yeah. He can't just say, say he can't just take it Nah, that's not fun. No. I mean, y'all went, you know, what was it, 118 minutes without scoring a goal? Like, straight? You scored in the first two minutes, and then nothing? Absolutely nothing. But, like I said, we knew that that was going to happen. So, it's like, you know, I wasn't tripping. What? What? Huh? What? Repeat I that the again. The was 3 1. Hey, I said once we got into the game, I knew that that was going to happen. Um, uh, Let's just go back to his text. Um, we'll pull up the group chat here. Uh, say, I told y'all 1 0. And then. There has not been a single chat, a single message from Solomon in our group chat since then. I sent a message this morning <laughs> in the group chat. See, you, yes, 
Yes, this morning saying that you're, you're coming, that you were late, which nobody was surprised by. But, you know, that's a different, you know, different conversation for a different day. But uh, what does this mean moving forward? Uh, you know, I, I like to I like to say that this is a is, I like this because it is this team that for Italy is yes they like to they like to play fast break score quick with a hard back four, uh, but uh, they also are willing to understand that sometimes you just have to do what it takes to win. Um, and it's not always, you know, scoring five goals and shutting them out it, uh, as the as is your success. Sometimes it's a grind out. Uh, they went back. They did back to pack uh, uh, PKs uh, just just to win. Um, I I think this is a sign that is a good sign that Italy is going to be back to being a a strong team um, moving into you know world play. Which I believe is just next year now. Actually, I think twenty is there, Am I right? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, is it's next uh, year. Is the World Cup? Where is it being played next year? You know, Qatar. Qatar. That's right. That was. It was in that city that wasn't even existed yet, and they they made it specifically right. to have the the tournament. Uh, but that'll be uh, that'll be that'll be a good one. Uh, I definitely think they need to get some more speed in the front because they got walked down by Spain a lot. In that game, a lot of times when they would have been able to break, they should have been able to break away and have a one-on-one with the keeper, which would have been a success, would have, which would have been successful because they usually when they're one-on-one with the keeper, they win. Um, but they just didn't have the speed up front to do that. I think they need to get some younger, fresh legs. Um, I think that will make them a real force to be reckoned with once once worlds come. Uh, and we're just not going to talk about Team USA, obviously, when it comes to uh, the World Cup. They just won six one. Put some respect on their name. Okay, and <laughs> I mean they won. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. This is one of the one times they're actually going to win. So I'm going to you know milk it. But yeah, nah. I mean, regardless, I I still think that at the end of the day, all we're going to wind up seeing is you know more of the same. I mean, like we got solid teams all over the world but i mean the people the, the teams that always set themselves apart are like your italy's your your germany's uh which they were cheated by the way uh your croatian teams have you know they're, they're, why, why they're, was germany cheated we're not, we're, we can't just kind of rush past that what what makes them were, were they cheated for uh, i'm not saying like they were cheated as in far as play i'm talking about they they the people themselves were cheated by what they chose to put out there on the field uh, i don't I be- yeah i don't I, believe I that they put out their best their absolute best when it came to uh what they selected that's just me personally uh, the style of play was a lot different than what they've done in the past, which made them very dominant. You didn't see many, a lot of pressure. That's because they were catering to some of their aging stars instead of putting some of the young kids out there, which is the complete opposite of what England did. You put a daggum 19-year-old in a PK shootout, I, I like in the in the biggest, well, one of the biggest stages that you can possibly have in the game of soccer. Like, and you expect that kid not to crumble under the pressure, which is... It, it's it's crazy that the two 
players that they specifically subbed in for PKs. Like they they made sure to get them in before uh, the end of extra time, so that they would be eligible for the the uh, the PKs. Neither one of them made their shots. Well, I mean, like Rashford, like he had no excuse. He's not youth. Like Rashford's twenty four. He's been playing Premier League soccer for the last five years. He's been in the farm system his entire life. Is, like, is he the one that banged it off the off the off the post? Off I mean, the post, yeah, yeah, off the yeah, off the post. And then uh, the nineteen year old, like I just feel bad for him because yeah, he's super talented, but it, it's you never put a nineteen year old in during that time because it's like I mean for the coach, it's high risk, high reward. But like the like the coach isn't going to get backlash because he's been one of the best players throughout the entire tournament. Who gets the backlash is the kid because like now, like you like you think that we're crazy over football and basketball. The British are oh, yeah. completely insane over soccer. Once again, like that's they going to discuss in the uh, in the petty moment of the week. But yeah, yeah, like they, they are they're completely insane uh, with all their remarks and like all the like the death threats that those two guys have gotten. It's like that's why you don't put kids like that in that situation. Me personally, um, just because of the fact that it's like you like that coach, he's not going to get death threats like Gaffer Southgate as much of a tool as he is. He's shown that he can win. Can't win at all, but he can win. So like he's he's going to be OK. But now that kid is going to suffer the most because, like, not only is he 19, like, he's also black in England. And he just lost, like, one of the two major world tournaments that that they haven't won since the early 60s. And, like, if they gave death threats to Wayne Rooney and David Beckham, and I'm talking about David Beckham is David freaking Beckham. Like, I love David Beckham. Yeah. What makes you think that that kid's not going to receive a lot of scrutiny? And I just, I, I wouldn't, I, there was a lot of people on the bench at like a Jordan Henderson. Uh, you subbed out, uh, golly, I forgot what his name was. Uh, Oh my God, he's a defender, number 12. I get the same haircut as him. Like he he's a, an experienced PK taker. Like you sub him out to put a 19-year-old in that position. I, I put it squarely on coaching. Uh, like I said, Italy survived the early, the early devastation. They kept pushing. They got where they wanted to be. And like I said, at the end of the day, I put this squarely on the coaching staff rather than you know the players. That's just me. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I definitely, you know, man, having to make that call of, you know, personnel, you know, it's it's like, you know, going for two uh, to win a game instead of tying it to go to overtime. Um, you know, and when we talk about American football, uh, you know, it, if you if you get it, you look like the, the smartest coach in the world. Everybody wants to give you a, you know, top level contract and if you miss it uh you look like an idiot you look like a jackass so it's like it's hard to to, to gauge that because you know it's it's a smart decision if you get it and it's a stupid decision if you don't get it so it's, it's kind of a catch there 
But uh, we'll move on here. Um, we'll get to... Uh, we'll talk about the finals a little bit here, the NBA finals, because they did, uh, like Solomon has predicted, uh, they did tie it up. Um, and uh, we'll see if he can his, com- com- his prediction will be complete where they win three straight. Um, I'm telling you, they're winning three straight. <laughs> they're going to win today. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I can. I mean, I'm not going to argue against it, but like, it's it's still it's still a big ask to win three straight in the. Uh, yeah, it's a super. It's a big. It's a huge ask. But if you if you see like everything that I'm saying is starting to come to fruition. Uh, I love Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul is a generational point guard talent, even though somebody on here will argue with me about that. I'm okay with that. He is very, very spotty when it comes to playoff basketball. Devin Booker did everything that he could do, uh, but you're starting to see like the youth and the inexperience catch up with Phoenix, where it's like, Milwaukee has a lot of veterans like they may not have been here in this predicament before in the finals but they're hardened veterans and they've been playing basketball for quite some time Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton Brooke Lopez uh, PJ Tucker for a big part and then now you have a lot of these kids where I love them to death but it's their first time being in meaningful playoff basketball the only person on that team that's had meaningful playoff basketball is Chris Paul and it's starting to show Devin Booker's played lights out but when you need people not to make mistakes like a Cameron Payne or ah golly I can't remember the guy's name number 23 on their team uh like it just it's really hard for those guys to you know they're showing up they're doing what they needs to be done like they don't have like that second like naysayer that's like I'm not going to let this happen it should be Chris Paul but from what I've seen so far when he's not in Phoenix or in front of his home crowd he does not get it done so while I'm saying is if Milwaukee is able to steal one on the road today I don't know if they're going to be I don't think they, I might say bucks and six I, I can see them rolling off four straight which is scary I don't I don't think it's all that much inexperience. It's that their roster is not set up to guard Giannis more so than anything. Um and when you have a Drew Holiday or Chris Millen providing some help to Giannis and Giannis is dropping 40 a game, there's nothing you can really do. That's I mean, there's nothing that the Suns can do to combat, you know, a Bucks team that has at least two or three players playing well. Um, And yes, I think Jay Crowder this past game just hasn't been up to par, Um, but Cameron Payne has been going off all season for all series. Uh, Chris Paul was a no-show this last game, which he was the veteran leadership. So that I put this last game on Chris Paul more so than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, all but, I'm saying, I'm not getting on to, to Cameron Payne. I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but I'm saying, is it not fair to say that he's playing above his pay grade right now? I think that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, of course. But I, 
I guess the reason the reason I don't see them winning is is different from your reasoning, where you say it's like inexperienced or or whatever. I think it's it's just like, in my opinion, they were just bound to lose because if you have players on the Bucks team and all they have to do is just show up somewhat, you know, there's nothing you can do because you can't stop Giannis. They're putting uh, DeAndre Ayton on Giannis, and yes, that's great when he's in the paint, but like. Giannis is able to get a full steam uh, start. Like, what is what is DeAndre Ayton supposed to do? Stand there and try to stop him and take fouls, and that's what got him in foul trouble. Um, so, for me, game what is this? Game five. Whoever wins game five should win the finals. Um, it could go either way, but I expect the Bucks to win it. Well, I mean, I, I I don't necessarily agree with the sentiment about who wins game five will win. I, I, I'm putting it more so on the line of, like, it to me, it's all scenario-based. I feel like if Phoenix wins tonight, Milwaukee will win game six, and then we go down to game seven, and all bets are off in game seven. If Milwaukee finds a way to win in Phoenix tonight, I don't think it goes to game seven because I don't think Phoenix has enough firepower to beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Like, I think that Giannis gets a boost, wins it in front of his home crowd. I think everybody galvanizes, plays hard with each other, and they win it in front of their home crowd. Like, I just, I think that everything is going against Phoenix at this point. Uh, and everything is for is, is for them to lose right now. It, it all depends on what happens tonight. I agree, but I can't say if Phoenix wins tonight that they win the finals. I feel like it goes seven if Phoenix wins tonight, and you just can't predict the game seven because I'd be the first one to tell you. In 2016, I, I promised to God I didn't think that the Cavs were going to win it because it's like there's no there's no way there's absolutely no way that the Golden State Warriors dropped three straight games, yet they did. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, here's a question for you guys. Is Chris Paul the Drew Brees of the NBA? Hey, I don't, I don't think uh. you can say that he's the Drew Brees. And I mean, I'm not saying this against him because I love Chris Paul. But Chris Paul hasn't won anything. Well, so I'm, I'm saying pre-Super Bowl. Because because remember, Drew Brees only has had one Super Bowl. And that was, he was not exactly young in his career when he won that one. Nah, he wasn't young. I, I think a better comparison for Chris Paul NFL-wise would be Phillip Rivers. He's the Phillip Rivers yeah. of the NBA. Okay. He's, he's definitely the Phillip Rivers. He's solid. He's consistent. Um he's he's won games that he's not supposed to win like Philip Rivers when he was a San Diego Charger used to give Peyton Manning and my Colts fits because like Philip Rivers is a fierce competitor but he's never had the extra umph to win it all and that's the that's what separates the Philip Rivers from the Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's of the world it's like and he's slowly starting to trend on that fact. Now, if you would have asked me that question at the beginning of the series, like the first two games, I'm like, oh God, no. Like he he's not Drew Brees. He's um what's the the old quarterback for the uh the one that was bagging groceries for the Cardinals? Kurt Warner. Kurt, well, yeah, I would have said he's the Kurt, mm -hmm. Kurt Warner of 
of the NBA, where it's like, you know, you think he's down and out, like he's had a, a couple of moves where it's like, you know, uh, it's not going to work out, but he's resilient and he fights his butt off and he refuses to, to quit and he's going to get himself there. Um, but right now he's slowly starting to trend in that Phillip Rivers territory where it's like, you got him there, but do you have what it takes to put your team over the top? And everybody's allowed to have an off game, but when you are a cornerstone of your team, you can't have an off game in the finals. Like it's, it's, you, you just can't afford to do that. You've got to bring your A game every single game. Okay. That's fair. Uh, speaking of the NFL and Solomon's favorite player, Tom Brady, uh, apparently he played the whole season on a torn uh, MCL. Uh, Cap. <laughs> yeah. Cap. My, my response to that is, if it's true, it just proves how unathletic he actually is playing the position because he clearly just stands there and takes single steps in order to be successful. Well, well, I don't think that needs to be proven. We understand that by now. Yeah. He is not a, a, a mobile or he's not, shifty he's not, in the pocket. He's not an athlete. We can, we can say he's a great yeah. football player. Um, right. Probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But athlete would not be a way to describe his success. At all. I think this is further proves that. Right. I still but, call Cap. This man played... I, Go ahead. I was like, I call bullshit. There's yeah. no way in hell this man played. If that's the case, then it to me, it's even sadder than what I thought it was. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I talk a lot of trash against Tom Brady. There's no denying that he's one of the best people to ever play the game. Like, bar none. I get it. But, like, I don't know. Like, to me, it just kind of seems like, come on, dude. Like, we love football. I, I know, and like I said, I love basketball, just like, you know, JT loves football, same way Lamorris loves baseball. But, like, hey, hang it up after some point in time. Like, you know, Jesus, Giselle wants a husband that's going to be able to walk around when he's 52. Like, you know, like, just be smart about it. I mean, that's just, that's my opinion. But I know everybody in the greater Massachusetts area and Hood, Florida will then like say I'm being an idiot. Well, I mean, he must not enjoy spending time with Giselle as much as we think he does, because clearly, I mean, at this point, if I if if Giselle's everything she's advertised to be, I would have retired like five years ago. I, I think that it's more of like he finds his identity and like you know like like with us. Like basketball, like coaching basketball is what I do. It's not who I am. Like, so if I wasn't able to coach basketball anymore, like I'd be like, okay, like I'm gonna find something else to do. Like I'm having a kid, I'll coach him in basketball. Like I'll go to his games. Like I'll watch basketball on TV, do something else, be involved in it. Right. It's not what I have to do. I feel like Tom Brady literally does not know what to do with his life outside of being a quarterback in the NFL. And that to me is more sad than, you know, than anything. Because like, it's not worth my well-being. He reminds me of that quarterback from any given Sunday. Like everybody seen that movie? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like not Willie Beeman, but the one that played by Dennis that, Quaid. Yeah, yeah, I know. What yeah, like it's like it it becomes at a point where it's like you, your well being is better. It, it means more, and your family means more than what you're doing. And I just kind of think that at this point, like if he wants to play, like that's your personal choice. But like you can't tell me that Giselle is like super happy that like her husband that's in his mid forties who honestly could quit football today, never have to work another day in his life outside of doing broadcasting shows, is still playing football. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, you just got to gotta know when to hang it up. But if you're still winning Super Bowls and you could further your legacy as the GOAT of football, um, yeah, I said GOAT. Um, we're not talking about anything else, but... I would still play if you're able to play and you're still winning. That's in my mindset. Until you stop winning, I would keep going. Not because if that was the case, then you would see a whole lot of people like steam out like before it's their time. Like Jordan walked out on the in the height of his career because, you know, Jordan fanatics don't remember the Wizards, so we're not going to bring it up. So well, he basically walked out at his well, height. No, he didn't. He played with the Wizards. He was absolute garbage. <laughs> and he did not win. That that happened. You're not just going to just disregard that. Come on now. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, like, my, my biggest thing is, like, all I, and I'm not saying that he's not a winner. Like, my, my I'm speaking more so as a newly found family man than anything. That it's like, if I was worth millions... And outside of people like me who give Peyton Manning the nod over Tom Brady because, you know, I still think that Peyton is better. Like, but I mean, obviously I understand that I'm not the majority, I'm the minority and I'm okay with that. Like, to me, right. I don't see the point of playing the game anymore outside of the fact of it's like, I you don't like your life or, you know, like, I don't want to sit at home and be with my family all 24 seven. It's like, you know, like that's, that's me thinking for, for him putting my personality in his body. That may not be the case, but like, I see no point at this time to continue to play when effectually you have nothing else more to prove. I would just spend time so, with my kids. So question if that's the case, do you think LeBron should retire in the next year or two? I would. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I personally don't want to see him retire because after he leaves the NBA, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Like, I'm just going to watch. I'm, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch uh, college basketball until Bronny gets to the NBA, to be completely honest with you. Because, like, to, to so many people like me, like, LeBron is the NBA. Nobody here is saying, nobody here is going to sit there and say that, like, if Tom Brady retires, we're not watching football anymore. Like, he's 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 good. He's just not that polarizing of a figure. Neither was Peyton. Like, Peyton, when he retired, it's like, I still watch the next basketball, I mean, the, the next football season. But, like, there's so many people that when Jordan stopped playing basketball, they stopped watching the NBA. And then when he went back for his stint with the Wizards, they started watching again. And when he stopped for his, his third stint, they stopped watching the best. I mean, they stopped watching basketball. And that is all because, like I said, it's two different sports. Basketball 
LeBron, Michael, they make more of an impact on the field of play than Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, because they can only control one side of the football. They can't play both sides. Well, the so, NBA has always been a player-driven league, and it's not just because of offense, you know, offense, defensive, you know, that type of stuff. It's you yeah. see the face of these players in the NBA. You know, when when they've got their helmets on in the NFL, you there's a barrier there. Um, and one hundred percent. And especially when you're when you're not, you know, when you're when you're watching, you know, a standard broadcast, you know, you see you just see twenty two guys with their helmets on. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right. So I mean, and that that that's my biggest reason for saying what I said against Tom. It's not like he is i'm not saying that he's not good i'm not saying that at this point in his career that he's still not serviceable like he is but all i'm saying is like he's not the polarizing figure that so many people want to make him out to be like if tom brady leaves the nfl today it 100 percent does not change the revenue it doesn't change the people that watch it doesn't like it doesn't mean much to anybody now, like I said, if LeBron Lee, if, if LeBron makes an announcement today that like he's effectively retiring from the game of basketball and he's done, like just out of the blue, like I'm not saying that the NBA viewership is going to plummet, but it's going to it's going to take a lick because there's a lot of people that are just like me that are only watching the NBA for LeBron to prove the haters wrong. Because let's be honest, the, Tom Brady's not chasing anybody. He's not chasing anybody. Like there are people that, who I believe that are better, that are better quarterbacks than he is. And I feel like we can say that a lot of people are better quarterbacks than Tom Brady is. Tom Brady just, he's had a favorable situation the first half of his career and he just won another Super Bowl. Nobody's won as much as he is, has. It's okay. And, that, and, that, and that's cool, but he does not have the same tout and firepower, just like JT was saying, as a LeBron, as a Kobe, as a Michael. Like, it's just, he, he doesn't have that clout. I, I think that says more about the fans and how they put LeBron or whoever on a pedestal rather than what it says about Brady. Because if, if we're looking at this, like, unbiased, athletes regardless of what sport you play if you're playing pro you're you're playing for your legacy or for money whatever the case may be and that's cool and most athletes you know they have their drive um when they retire is usually because of either teams don't want them um their body doesn't allow them to play or they're i mean they're just you know mentally done and usually you get mentally done when you're not getting the things you want when you're not winning MVPs, you're not going to the playoffs, you're not winning championships, you know, that sort of stuff. Regardless of the sport, that's usually when you retire. Um, just because LeBron has a bigger impact doesn't change the fact that, you know, in that sense, he could play until he's 50 and play with Bronny. Like, if, if you're arguing that Tom Brady needs to retire just because he's accomplished everything that he can imagine to accomplish, you know, that should transfer across all sports. Um, I just don't I just think don't. that it can. 
I mean, I, I, I feel like I 100% agree with you up until the point where you're like, it's it's to the point where it's like, oh, just walk away. I mean, like I said, in, in football, because you can't play both sides of the, of the game, I mean, both sides of the ball, like Brady essentially really does not have anything else to prove because of where he is. And that's okay. Um, to, I believe- for a- that that sounds like something to prove as a fan. That's but not a, if, that's not if being you're, a fan. That's, so you're telling me right now, Lamoris, you're you're Tom Brady right now. You're Tom Brady. Literally, essentially, the only thing that you haven't done, and really nobody cares about it, but Tom Brady in New England's fans is that he hasn't beat New England. Like that's the only thing that he hasn't done. So solo, it's not about accomplishing new stuff. If you have a chance to win eight rings, and it's a legitimate shot to win eight rings, right? You're saying you're, you're seven, saying that as, you're, you're saying that as a as fan if, too. You're no, saying that as a fan. I'm saying, saying from, that as him from from Tom Brady's standpoint because Tom Brady clearly has not decided to retire. Right? He's still in the league. Right? Correct. So, so if he has a chance to continue to build on what he's already been doing for the past what 18, 20 years and he chooses to do that then he's choosing to do that and that's that's his motivation and he's going to continue to do that until he no longer wants to choose to do that so in that sense like his motivation is there you're not just going to like stop it just because you know just just to stop just to spend time with family even lebron is still playing even though he wants to spend time with family LeBron is still playing because oh, he's LeBron is something. playing and, and LeBron is still let, let's 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 put these two things in perspective. LeBron is playing right now not only to win. LeBron's trying to become part of the billionaire club, and he's going to accomplish that this year. Like, let's not get this twisted in about like you know like this. This has not been about basketball for LeBron since 2016. Like, these are all business moves. Which is why I'm saying you you're sitting over here talking about the the like the game the game portion of it like he can win eight rings he can do all of this all I'm saying is is that at the end of the day it doesn't like you're saying that it means something it it truly won't mean anything because at the end of the day you're still gonna have people like that are gonna sit there and say he's the greatest and then you're gonna sit there and tell people like me that are going to be like, he's not the greatest because for half of his career, he had the best defensive mind that we've right. ever but seen. But he's not, he's not playing for to be the fan's greatest. That's what I'm yes, saying. But his, yeah, what his, do you mean he's not playing to be the not, fan's greatest? Like, he is he, not. He's playing for his he's own. Playing for him. Solo, he's playing for his own personal reason. Now, if he wants to believe, like, i got to beat Jordan, right? So that means I need to do this, that, the other. That's for him. But that is not the fans. If he cared about the fans, he would have flamed out. He would be like Kevin Durant on social media all the time. It's not about the fans' opinion. It's on his own personal. I'm saying like his motivation, whatever it is, whether that's money, whether that's uh, he wants to win this many rings, like that's his motivation. And once okay. you say just, okay, he, like when you put out, he has nothing else to accomplish or Brady has nothing else to accomplish. No, Brady has something to accomplish because Brady still thinks he can win rings or he can he could go out and compete. Lamar, whatever what, that what, is. Okay, so you're, 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 you're getting loud. You're getting you're getting you're getting a little bit you know high pitched. You're all I'm saying is, 
and it's not going to change anybody's mind. Not going to change my mind. Like you're we saying, know. all you're saying is walking around in circles. The Negro has nothing else to prove. Fair enough. We will move yeah, so on. My biggest thing is so if if he thinks that two plus two is five, then hey, Tom Brady thinks two plus two is five. That's right. Hey, I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying that's his thought process. When Kyrie said the earth was flat and everybody knows the earth is round, Kyrie thought that. That's on Kyrie. If he wants to put out that stupid nonsense, then that's on him. Okay. So essentially, in realistic terms, he doesn't have anything to prove, but to nobody else he does. Gotcha. I mean, if he has something to prove to himself, that's all that matters. Yep. All right. So we'll move on here. Uh, It is about a year since sports returned um you know we had you know the mls tournament that's that kicked it off the nba bubble we bubble became a term in sports uh golf came back uh what i want to ask y'all how have your habits changed as far as sports viewing goes since the return uh during the pandemic i mean are you finding yourself watching more stuff or things that you never really watched before you watch now uh because you know you understand certain things else but uh what are your what do you guys think Uh, i don't think it's changed in what i watch um I wait. I may watch more because I'm home more often, or I was home more often. But just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean my interests change. So if I was interested in baseball before, I'm still going to be interested, or in basketball, or whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going out to to watch tennis. Um, you know, I still go to games and stuff. I may do it. Um, less often than before because I don't get the same sort of deals, but you know, nothing really drastic. Okay. Solo, what you got? I mean, I just, I think it's kind of normal. I watch sports to watch sports again. So, like, I mean, I don't think that anything has changed. I think everybody is back to quote unquote being normal. I found myself, uh, I've watched more golf than I ever watched before in my life. Uh, I watched Korean baseball, um, watching more uh, more soccer, more football. Uh, I, I feel like I'm just, you know, more appreciative that sports are actually there and, you know, finding something to watch uh, sports-wise at times where I would just, it would have clicked to the next channel. Uh, but uh, with that, we will move on to the petty moment of the week. Go ahead, fellas. Um, 
this is going to blend into my final thoughts somewhat. Um, so I might as well just get it all out of the way. Okay. Uh, we haven't talked about it, but Trevor Bauer has been um, suspended for the past, I guess, what, month or so? Because uh, he uh, hit, scratched, whatever you want to call it, um, some girl that he's been seeing. Well, more developments have come out out of it and text messages and things of that nature have been released where it's been saying that the girl has asked to be hit hard, to be choked, to have all this other stuff, um, basically saying that she's into it. And um, during the sexual act um, where this incident occurred, where she went to the police, um, it's basically her requesting it. And it seems like it it was done out of pettiness um, at this point now. And that's kind of what their lawyers are arguing. Um, so that's, I wouldn't say it's petty in the sense because she did have bruises, but like, be careful out here, guys. Solomon, what you got? Um, I am just started to learn how to play uh MLB the show. Okay. And this game is completely stupid. It's stupid hard how to play this damn game. Um, so whoever made this thing, make this jump easier. Like, make this thing like PGA golf, where after I hit the damn ball, I can like work on the curve or something, the projectory, something like. Give me Tiger Woods. I'm about to start playing golf games besides baseball games. And that's sad. Golf games are fun. Golf games are fun. I, I enjoy playing around a round of golf on the Switch more than I actually go enjoy playing around a round of golf, you know, in real life, you know. Really? Well, in the sense of the fact that, you know, the ball actually goes straight when I want it to go straight. <laughs> I don't know, man. We got to get up and we got to all play around the golf sometime. I bet. I freaking love it. <laughs> I love golf regardless. But like, yeah, if you are a baseball game developer that so happens to stumble upon this, like make this thing just a tad bit easier. Just a, just a little. Mm -hmm. just, just a little for folks that don't know how to play baseball games. Just a thought. All right. Uh, well, mine, I've been teasing it uh, since the beginning of the episode. Uh, so the petty people that I'm going to be discussing um, are English football fans in Canada. Uh, they chose to deface an Italian center in, in Canada. They spread on the front. I thought this was funny at first. It said England won exclamation point. Um, I thought, all right, that's funny. And then I saw the side, they wrote on the side of the building. Uh, it said, F you dirty wops. Um, and for those of you who don't know, that is a, that is a slur for Italians. Um, it's not the worst thing you can call an Italian, but it's definitely up there. Um, and I just gotta say, why do we put this why do you have to bring this into sports um you know this is the this is the one place where it's supposed to be you know everyone's the same and you know your 
trying to make the, you know, trying to say that, you know, you're not, you know, prejudiced, you know, a prejudiced community um, in the Anglo-Saxon community, but you seem, you know, to not take that statement to heart um, and start using racial slurs and well, not racial slurs, but in this case, ethnic slurs over losing a football game. I understand it, it matters to you guys, but it shouldn't matter that much. Um, you think you need to get your priorities in straight if you start throwing that around just because your team lost. But that's what I have to say on that matter. Um, and that is also my final thoughts. Uh, so, uh, both me and Lamoris have had our final thoughts. Solomon, go ahead. Make games easier for everybody. I'm, I'm still stuck on this. I, 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 I see that, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the top of the fourth right now, and I've thrown 59 pitches. No, not 59, sorry. 89 pitches. Like, Jesus. Like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Not to take away from the seriousness of what you just said, but like, good God almighty. I can't I can't buy a strikeout right now. Maybe maybe take a break. Maybe, maybe, maybe just, you know. No, oh. see, y'all know me. Y'all know me. I'm <laughs> going to play this game for hours until I find a way to freaking beat it. That's, that's no, just It'll be Sunday morning and you're still going to be playing. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we will get out of here. Uh, best of luck to Louis Oosthuizen, the South African that's currently leading in the the Open Championship. I uh, this is he has now had five second place finishes in major championships, um, with only one win, which was ten years ago at this same tournament. So I hope you finally pull this one off. Uh, rooting for you, Louis. Uh, but that, with that, we'll get out of here. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Adios.